Rolling. Hi, guys. Neil Brennan here. I'm going to start us off, guys, because we have an internal survey. Right? You ready? Where All right. Crickets. So, so, yeah, get the crickets ready. All right. Now, there's a survey they that they we're trying to work shit out with advertisers so that we can directly get shit you guys want to hear about. Blah, 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 blah. Anyway, go take the survey at uh, www.themidroll.com slash survey slash champs and it's like it'll take you 90 seconds and here's the thing we've been doing this podcast for over a year uh for free and so we're trying to get a little just a little bit of money just to pay our expenses for this trying podcast. to get moshe and doug to be rich like daddy right man we're trying to come up to some neil brennan money so if you could the midroll.com slash survey slash champs it takes 90 seconds in fact so far we found out that 16 percent of our listeners are unemployed unbelievable <laughs> not hard to believe. It, and you because you get to see at the end what like what everybody else uh so go midroll.com slash survey slash the champs and fuck with the survey now where is everybody going Moshe, yeah, you want to go first sure i'll go first hey on march the 2nd i'm headlining the hollywood improv at 8 and 10 p.m and uh you know you can probably go for free if you fuck with me find me on twitter and send me a message and i can probably throw you on a list then uh march 14th through 18th i'll be at caroline's in new york city uh, and that'll be a lot of fun with Natasha Legero, and uh, a lot of other fun stuff will be happening in the time to come. MosheKasher dot com. Neil Brennan is back, and he's got some dates of his own. Uh, March seventh, eighth, ninth, gonna be in Tacoma, Washington. Tacoma, you've been good to me before. Be good to me again. Come fuck with me. March seventh, eighth, ninth, twelfth. Uh, March twelfth, I'll be in Grand Rapids with Natasha Legero. Everybody's going. Everybody's with going out with Natasha. And March sixteenth, I'm going to be in Boston at the Sinclair Theater in Cambridge, which is near Boston. I don't have to tell you, Boston. You know how you do. Hey guys, this is Doug. I am not doing any shows. Feels good. Hey, what about you, Jasper? You have any dates you want to plug? What up? Hey, uh. Bookers, man, I'm available for dates. <laughs> this, is, this is our guest, Jasper Red. All right, let's Holla start the me. podcast. Now you're fucking with the champs. favorite podcast the champs hollywood california once again uh, we have a new home it's very exciting won't mean anything to you it'll sound the same but we're in a new place and we are very excited to have you back listening to our podcast neil how are you yeah moach <laughs> All right. mochi moach it's been uh when did we do too short two weeks ago that was two weeks ago i've uh guys i'm no longer single what and what? yeah, big announcement. Hold on a second, guys. We can't even get into that. We have to. We have to introduce. Jasper. Now you're fucking with the champs. <laughs> Let's just quickly introduce our guest. Uh, this is a dude that I started comedy with. Uh, hilarious right. guy. Uh, Thank you. You've seen him on Conan. You've seen him on Comedy yep. Central. You've seen mm. him on a bunch of other shit. Mm. Frankenhood. Things yeah, like that. boy. It's Jasper Red, ladies and hey, gentlemen. Hey, thanks for having me, man. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Uh, Jasper Red, who uh, referred to the Champs podcast as is to modern black comics what uh, Paris was in the 20s. Yes. To, to black jazz music. To black jazz music. Yes, man. Giving them a voice. We're giving them a voice when no other podcast will have them. No. It sounds pandering and racist, but it's And not it is. Because Jasper said it. We didn't say it. Nah, y'all, we behind on the podcast game. We, we, and y'all podcast... Is keeping a lot of voices out there heard. Why do you think black people are behind on podcasts? It's just new. It's just something. This is new. We still working on the old model. Uh, and the old model is <laughs> of of getting recognition, which is mixtapes. What have you? Yes, mixtapes. <laughs> Campfires. Yeah, but it, uh, it is interesting because black culture is all is super up on Twitter. It's super up on yeah. Tumblr. It's super up on YouTube. I mean, so for some reason, podcasts haven't hit that sort of zeitgeisty. I don't itch. know. I mean, what do you do? You have any theories? I mean, people probably find that shit boring. That's that's <laughs> one thing. Not, I mean, well, we just gonna listen to a motherfucker talk. You know, that, yeah. I mean, that's kind of no. Yeah, I, that's true. That is uh that yeah. Nobody got time for that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't think people people care to like yeah. There is no like Tavis Smiley's not 
his guests are like on for 20 minutes and they got to go. Um, yeah. So, all right. So, my girl, a girlfriend. Okay. Neil has a girlfriend. Guys. This is big news. Um, I ha- the it's my ex who who uh, who you know the one from before the one from before the one who you loved yes and you love her and again. shall love again wow uh, yeah I saw her at Whole Foods and she poked me in the ribs was she in the uh, diseased men section there at um <laughs> I don't even know what does that mean I was trying to insult you I don't know I oh thought it'd be funny but what the hell does that mean. I don't um, know, broken men's section at Whole Foods? That oh, was what I was oh looking oh, okay. for disease. Okay. Got it. Yeah, got it, got it, got it. I mean, I'm sorry. It didn't work Look, we're just getting to. started on this one. Yeah, Who knows? We'll get, we'll warm, we're just warming up, Doug. And uh, so now we're going to give it a, we're going to give it the old, uh, but who knows? I'm not getting my hopes up because she can, she's capable of anything. She's done this to you before. Yeah. Jasper, you're in a relationship. But I'm doing the thing now where I have to call other, I, when girls text me like, oh, hey, man. I have to go like, Hey, the cull. That's what I call. Do you got to tell? Do you do you fill them in? Yeah, I call. Like, it, hey, I call it and the then, cull. And then they have to pretend that they weren't interested anyway. Right. What do you say like, straight up? I have a girlfriend now. No, they. I just go like, hey, just so you know, like I'm seeing my ex and whatever. And then they go like, oh, I didn't care about that anyway. It's kind of like you just have to. Have I don't to care. Pretend. Can I just be a friend and yeah, text you and say are hi? Are we friends or what? And I was like, yeah, we'll be friends like we never were before. Nah, man, that's good. Rekindle that love. <laughs> don't run from it. Yeah, don't run. I'm not. I'm trying not to, but she's been running. Right, she's been running. Well, yeah, she, she needs to start running. You need to recognize the man you is. Thank what, you. What about you? How long you been in a relationship for? How long, Jasper? Forever. Forever. I've been in love forever with the same woman. That's right. Oh wow. Oh, I see. There are there are icy defenses here that we're gonna have to break through on Jasper. Oh wait, you don't you don't talk publicly about nah, it? Nah, I just never been cut, asked publicly about we can it. Cut anything you don't want on the podcast. Nah, out, so. man, what I got to have. <laughs> I don't know what. Do what you I got, got to hide? You love? live with her. I'm hiding love. No, I don't live with her. Um, where she live? She lives here in Los Angeles. All right. And uh, she's a fellow comedian. Oh, all right. There you go. It's Paula that's, Poundstone. That's worth hiding. Yeah, he's going out with Paula. Poundstone. Yeah, I'm not gonna say the you name. It, it's Paula P. I'll Have you been with? How long you been with her? Uh, it's five or six years. Oh wow, is she a good comedian? Yes. <laughs> No, she's boo boo, but now, but she's nah, a I would say, person. I would say, I would say, she, she, if she won, I would say, nah, she ain't that funny. But she, was she always? <laughs> where did you meet her? I met her uh, through Whole Foods, through comedy. Oh, were we you? Meet, we meet women at Whole Foods. That's what I we do. Met her at some <clears throat> open mic, I believe. Uh, and Just were you nervous pack. about dating a comedian? No. Why not? It's not not ever to think about. What if I'm, you break up? We've done that. And you don't mind bumping into each other? No. <laughs> I'm dating a comedian. I'm okay. not single either. No, I know. True. I don't know if you're ready to go public. I'm ready to go public with the fact, not with the name. Oh, all right. So I'm like Jasper. Um, I'm, not, I'm, I'm not calling out names. But, right. But I'm also I mean, not. Yeah, single. but you're saying that it's a it's a name. What do you mean? It's, it's yes, No, she has, she has a, a name. name. But you could just say, I have a girlfriend, but... You, you don't have to say I, like Neil's like I just have a girlfriend. He's but he not, he's not like I'm not ready to reveal the name yet. All right, well we'll cut it out. And five, don't cut that four, out. Three, two. <laughs> I have a girlfriend too, Neil. Is that true? Yeah, I got a girlfriend. What? Oh, yeah. what? <laughs> How are you faring? It's very interesting, you know. I mean, I'm. I, I, it's it's interesting to adjust your whole shit to the rhythm of of intimacy you know what i mean when you're so used to the opposite of intimacy which is just fucking yeah it's like a whole new paradigm that you have to switch your head into what have you what what's your angle how do you how what have you what what have you had to what would you normally do post fucking that you no longer other than just staying i would say that the vast majority of girls that i've been with in my life i would i've had sex with maybe you know a few times and then right. moved on and, and it just petered out for whatever reason. Right. So the idea of like giving myself to a person sort of emotionally and physically is a whole, it's a whole different thing. Have you been in a lot of relationships, Jasper? No, I haven't. They're emotional. How's that working out for you? It was working out well. <laughs> it's working out real well. Just traveling the land, being a man. But sometimes you just run into the one and you stop. And are you, and you don't ever question it, I take it. No, I don't. Um, are you prone to? You don't seem like a neurotic guy. No, I'm not. I'm very, very ordinary. 
No, you are not ordinary at all, Jasper. I mean, behavior. I may have some uh, some offbeats, you know. Jasper is offbeat, but but he relationship wise, <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm straight up. Where are you? All right. So where'd you grow up? Tennessee. All right, and uh, and then when did you? What sort of family? Uh, Christian family. Sounds uh, pretty ordinary. <laughs> yeah, it's ordinary. Had an older sister, have a younger brother. Uh, parents together? Parents are not together. Were they ever? Yes. Uh, one, at least one night, yeah. Yes. Awesome. <laughs> one time I asked Donnell Rowling, are your parents still together? And he goes, still together. They never were. He's like, fuck, they never, they just fuck one night. Uh, and and uh, did they, uh, how was your, how was it coming up? It was cool, man. I had an ordinary childhood. <clears throat> was a decent student in school. Uh, decent, just like I average or good? I made B's and C's. You know, I wasn't no honor roll kid, but you know. But you just got the idea to do comedy out of the blue, right? Like out of nowhere? Well, I always liked comedy. Like I loved comedy growing up. Watched it all the times. Who were your people? Growing up? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Say Bill Cosby. You guessed it. Frank Stallone. <laughs> Robin Harris and Sinbad. I said it was Never Sinbad. care for Bill Cosby. Just a big Sinbad fan. Uh, love Robin Harris. One of the greatest comedy albums of all time. I don't even, I, I don't even Harris? know who Robin Harris is. Is that is. a man? Robin Harris was in Do the Right Thing. He played Sweet Dick Willie. Um, I've seen Do the Right Thing. He's the three guys that are sitting there. The three old, old dudes. Oh, uh-huh. He's one of them. He's like the funny one. And uh, he made a comedy album that is, back me up on this, it's from the Comedy Act Theater, which is a, a, a uh, black-run theater. It was in the 80s, and probably close in the mid to early 80s. Black-run theater in South Central. And it's the fucking most pungent recording of a comedy club the the I can think of. It Would you agree with that? Is what you're saying? It's just like you're fucking there. Yeah, that's uh-huh. what, yeah, it's very intimate. Like you're there. It's like you can. He he's doing crowd work, and you're like, oh, we got that motherfucker. <laughs> I hate that dude. Yeah, oh fuck that motherfucker. That dude that's been dead for forty years. I hate that fat guy. Yeah. You saw him as Pop in, in House Party. You saw him as Sweet Dick Willie and Do the Right Thing. Here he is, a new boss of comedy, Mr. Robin Harris. Come on, man. Y'all, y'all. Come on. Is that right? Down, hold. Come on. Every other record or two. God damn. Why you fixing me a drink, baby? Play me some of them down home blues. You need some high heel shoes, too, nigga. And the jokes are basically not not they're not they're basically mostly street jokes, but he sells them so good uh, that you don't begrudge him at all. Well, speaking of selling things so good, Neil, how, what did you? How did you get this girl back? What did you sell her on that she couldn't Nothing. be sold she on before? She just poked at me. Quinoa. What I'll you- tell you. You know what? What one of the things that did it for me? I had my dog with me in the car. Sure. And what's your dog's name again? Keith. Oh, Keith. Good old, old Keith. Keith is here. And uh, I, she, I was like, you got him. She's like, you have a dog. I'm like, yeah. She's like, that's so out of character for you. You're taking the step towards babies. Yeah. Yeah. I got um, this furry. I call had, it a furry baby. That's she, what I do. <laughs> his name is furry baby. Um, she has a kid. That's what a good person I am, guys. Oh, she's Sharon. got a kid. Yeah. Oh, you tripping. Yeah. That's oh. how dedicated how is that the kid? game. 16. No, oh. uh, no, I'm just fucking around. Your homie. <laughs> uh, like, <laughs> we smokes weed. Three and a half, four and a half, maybe. Oh, crazy. Um, so, yeah. you gonna, yeah, so like dating someone like that. It's a real, it's, it's like. It's kind of scary because you got you can't fuck it up and like, it's like it. an there's epi- a kid involved that you don't want to. Like I know. I'm up. not going to hit her or nothing. I mean, I can just break up with her. You can hit the kid, though. <laughs> Do you feel Did like you-, you can't break up with her because there's a, you don't want to disappoint the kid if the kid likes you? No, because I mean, that's, that is like a good sitcom plot. <laughs> That's the thing is when someone has a kid, then you have to worry about like, am I gonna? But I don't. It's like it either works or it doesn't. Did you ever feel like when she was not, she would like back away from you, and you were like feeling her, and like 
you have a goddamn kid. How dare you back away oh, from like me? Oh, like how dare I'm the buyer in I'm, this. I'm I'm here yeah. and you yeah. are and you are you have an extra fruit. <laughs> yeah, like I'm you know how lucky you are that I'm even considering this shit? Yeah. Um <laughs> would you ever date somebody with a kid, Jasper? No. Do you have any kids? No, I don't have any kids. You are not the father. <laughs> Thank you. I have not Yeah, no, I didn't think I ever would date somebody with a kid. Uh, but what you find is there are things, such things as babysitters. Is his right? baby daddy around? Does he come around and fuck? Uh, you? This time that we're dating, he lives in the same apartment complex as her. That wow. that's, that's, a, sit, that's a sitcom, right? I know. There. That's a sitcom. I know. That I'm not looking forward to. He's out of town that a lot, is though. A sitcom. He's uh, a stand-up comedian. <laughs> that's is he a comedian too? No, he's a he's an actor. Um, <laughs> who whole, is it? Tavis uh, Smiley. Oh, it's Tavis Smiley. Uh, no, he's that's an actor. Whole zoo. That's what hoes do, and uh, and he's an actor, and and yeah, like uh, we've never met. Um, yeah, so so it is. Does he mad dog you? He had I don't know. He hasn't. We've never met. Maybe oh. from from within his apartment though. He might. Apparently, he heard that that me and uh, homegirl were together last time, and he st- st- tried to do stand up. Shut up! Like he, she what? left me for a comedian. That's hilarious. So then he started doing stand up. What would have been sad is if he was like dope at it. Yeah, he was. I that's how he gets into it, and then he like takes over. Yeah, the game. and then he's fucking like just crushing, and I can't follow him. And that's comedian is Paula Poundstone, and that is of course Paula Poundstone. Uh, no, so let's see, guys, fingers light a candle for those of you that are religious. Please put I your lighters to, up for put Neil. me in your prayers. Fucking I hope it love. works. I hope it works because I like her a lot. So you're in love, Jasper, of course, at five years. Yeah, man. I had to mature. You know, had to grow up. But yeah, I will say I'm what are you? I love. think that's coded language for you had to cheat on her a bunch of times. Nah, I just, I couldn't always commit. I couldn't always commit. And then, and then so I would leave her hanging sometimes. Would you cheat or you just wouldn't commit? Nah, I was just, you know, just like, right, I need a break. And oh, then, you would just break up with her for no good reason kind of a thing? Well, for no good reason. It was for a reason. I wouldn't just break up with her because ah, I feel like being alone today. It was just I wasn't ready. I wasn't mature enough to handle the relationship the way it should have. I wish I could marry you right now. <laughs> but you are a very aloof dude. I mean, of all the people that in the early days of San Francisco comedy, for me, Jasper's always been truly an, an You guys enigma. started together? We started together in San Francisco. Uh, let's go. Yeah. What's your most embarrassing Moshe story? I don't have one. Man, we, well, we when you think of Moshe, what do you think of the early days I think of Moshe? Of smug life. Comedian. Yeah, Smug Life was a show that I used to do in uh, in uh, Oakland with Brent Weinbach when we do these alternative comedy shows in right. in, in Oakland. I don't care. I, I don't care either, but you know, it, it came up. But we we all started together, me and him and Brent and uh, Jacob Siroff and Cherry Siroff and other other comedians you may or may not have heard of. Yeah. Uh, well, how many years ago was that? Hmm, I don't know. I 11? started in two thousand two. Yeah, 10, 11 years. So, and yeah. did you, Jasper, you sort of, how would you describe your, your, it's a little, your jokes are short, right? Sometimes, yeah, most of the time. Uh, did you find, do you find, I always find like someone's jokes are short, that would scare the shit out of me. Like, I, I, my, like having one liners, whenever I see someone that's new to comedy and they're doing one liners, I always want to go like, you got to stop doing one liners. Well, unless you're one liners. You have dude. to write a thousand of them to get yeah. an hour. Funny you bring that up. I was talking to Dan Mintz last night. You know mm-hmm. him? He's yeah. a one-liner guy. He's a one. He's a good. He's good. Really good. Yeah, very, very good, good at one-liners. And he was. He saying, has that joke uh, that Roman Polanski, his parents died in the Holocaust. His wife was killed by Charles Manson, and he was. He raped uh, a child. And he raped. Uh, he got busted for underage sex and had to leave America. And Dan goes, "I'd be happy with just one of those." Things. <laughs> yeah. No, he's great, man. He he was saying that he finds people on the coasts. To be very um, standoffish toward one-liner comedy, and people in the Midwest to be into one-liner comedy. So joke jokes don't p- play as well. Conversational comedy, he was saying, plays better on, on the coast. No, I don't. I don't. I don't think it plays better or worse. I think it plays. I. I just worry about like, you have to write so many jokes. Like I always feel like if I write an hour, I gotta have like seven subjects or. But eight if your subjects. one-liners are good. You sit back and let their laughter roll. That's true, but you're not a one-liner dude. Jasper's not a one-liner comedian. No, but your, his jokes are relatively short. Yeah, right? they're they're relatively uh, 
jokes, small. Like you don't small. you don't explore the subject and keep going. I actually like, see all of my jokes usually just start out like real big. This is I just take the chisel to them and just get them down to where all all the good stuff at. Oh, see, yeah, <laughs> see, I don't do that. I just put the fat Focus in. on the good yeah. stuff. Yeah. You, I, I, I like, like to load that fat in. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's that's your commitment to the audience. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I want to waste a lot of garbage. I'm trying to waste your time. <laughs> you're gonna wait, you're gonna have to fast forward through a lot of this shit. You ain't gonna be able to, but you're gonna want to. Uh, and Jasper, what uh, and when did you move to LA? 2005, after three years of living in the Bay. Well, here was the thing about Jasper. This is what I want to talk to you about. Is uh, in Jasper was the first dude of my whole circle where the the gods of Hollywood came to San Francisco and anointed him like that's the guy, and whisked him down to LA before any of us, like before I had shit going on. 2005, you said. Yeah, that's when I moved. Yeah. And did everybody say you were like Chappelle? No, they didn't say yourself. People said I was more like Hedberg. Got then, it. then some people say I'm like Chappelle. But yeah, it's it's, it's who you ask. <laughs> so I mean, what was what was uh, what was who the, were the gods of Hollywood? You know, the managers and agents and studio execs and things. You disagree with me, Jasper? Nah, I think a lot of people was bubbling at the time. Uh, a lot of people was getting noticed. From the industry, so it wasn't just me. It had Louis, it had Kamal, it had Kevin Shea. Nobody, Brent, nobody I mean, had a Al Madrigal. So there was there, 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 there was a lot of people who had some heat. Was this people were coming up to San Francisco, or you guys were going to festivals? It's just when we all started doing comedy around the same time. It was just like we was riding this resurgence of comedy, and then we all just happened to be talented at it. So. And people took notice, you know. And it was before all I'm that. In Oakland right now. I mean, there was definitely. <laughs> and it was before social media was popping, man. It was just, it was organic. I mean, there was definitely like a strange community of people in San Francisco at the time, where like all of a sudden they were like, you know, uh, ten or twelve of us that were all of a sudden had started at about the same time. They were all pretty, pretty strong and talented, and right. so it was like you know one of those things where you know a group makes it and then they make. I think it was Don Herrera that said, "Clicks make it and then they make it together." Like, yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. Get up off Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> so you got you got cool Keith. You walk into Whole Foods and you see your uh, your ex girlfriend. She was not with me. Do, uh, the dog was not with me. Wait, so, wait, wait. So Your wait, dog so you is a woman? The dog was in the car. Dog, Keith is a girl? Keith is in... Keith you can't is, bring a dog into a grocery Keith, store, Keith fool. was in the car. I can. I got a, a harness that says disability dog. Oh, yeah, because you're... I'm not disabled, but I don't deaf. give a fuck. Yeah, I got a deaf mom, and I've suffered. You <laughs> know who suffered. else does that? Who? Someone you know. Okay. Which but, we can't mention. You could have said it without saying the name, dude. I didn't say a name. You could have front-loaded the name. But all right. So, Neil, you Wait, walk so, in. Um, is that how you guys bonded? No. I don't really do that. The truth is. dogs? But I have thought about it. You, you, know, you know that there's no licensing for uh, disabled, disabled dogs? You can just buy a harness on the internet and take your dog on a plane? For real? Absolutely. Yeah. I, know people that, I know people that do that. I've seen people in r- fancy restaurants with uh, dogs. What do they say? They just say, it's like oh, rescue I, dog. emotional Fancy companion. Fancy like, like, oh, like a Taco I, Bell. Or like no, it's a, like an emotional companion dog. You just say, it's, it's my like, emotional companion no, dog. I have, I have, I have Disney. I have hiccups. This I have dog's Disney. Gotta be, <laughs> I have hiccups. I'm, I'm dizzy. I gotta have my dog. I gotta have Keith here. I got that herpy. <laughs> I got herpes with my herpy I'm dog. I'm so dizzy without my dog. <laughs> uh, no, so we saw it. She poked me in the rib without looking at her. This is our connection. I was like, I like that poke. I don't like. Oh, you I don't like it. when people roll up on me like that. No, dog. Oh, I got to. You story. might punch I got a someone that repeatedly in the this. face for some. No, shit yeah, like that. I don't. I don't. You don't, don't come play. at me like. Don't no. come at me like that, listeners. Neil, don't play. Don't come at me sideways. Don't come so at him she sideways. Came, she she poked me in the rib, and I was like, you know what? I fuck with whoever this is. Okay. And I turned. You thought and it was, was a champ. It was old girl. Old girl. So we we talked and and then we then I was like I got my dog and I was like. So we would go to my car. I let the dog out. Did you and, get the uh, windows rolled down or you roll them up on Keith? Uh, I leave them open a quarter. Although today he tried to just straight up climb. He tried to like like get in through the gap and he would have gotten stuck. And you were it. trying to get into the gap on your ex-girlfriend, you know I mean? correct? All right. So so then we go to we're at my car. I'm like, you know what? We should sit in the back. Then we sat in the back of my car. Hold up. Wait a minute. During the day at you a Whole Foods. You saw your ex girlfriend at a Whole Foods <laughs> yeah. and said, crawl into the backseat of my car yeah. with me and my dog, Keith. Yeah. Did you okay. I, I put Keith in the front. Did you finger fuck her? No, but we you made should've. up. We you should have. You did not. Yeah. 
You hadn't seen her in how long? I don't know. Like, well, I saw her at, at Real Food Daily once. Oh, you all are on some like heart pounding. I love you shit. When you see each other, it's all. I no, can't it wasn't. We've when I saw away. her at Whole Foods, I just thought we're never gonna get together again. So then we're like, we should get together, et cetera, et cetera. Uh huh. Got together. Now, I here's the stories I wanted to tell, which is I spent the weekend, guys, in uh, Traverse City. Oh right, Michigan at the Traverse City Comedy Festival, hosted by Michael Moore. I know him. I saw uh, that picture. You've, you've done it before, right? Uh, no, but I've seen his films. Pinko. Uh, liberal. Pinko? True <laughs> oh, liberal oh. disinformation spreader. So. Yeah. All right. Whoa. So we. Uh, so oh, Michael yeah. Moore's the host. and uh, He's hosting the comedy night? He ho- It was like a two-night No, he's hostessing the buffet. Bang. And, uh, bang. You. You're really killing him. <laughs> he's hostessing. Um, and, uh, and we. so I ended up talking to Michael Moore. Cool. For about an hour and a half on Friday night. And then on Saturday, I was at the only vegan restaurant in Traverse City. And who should be there but the great Dick Gregory. Who's a vegan? He's a super vegan. No shit. He's, he's, on, a, he's a dietitian. He's a nutritionist. Is that true? <laughs> yeah, that's what he's been yeah, doing. Been, Who's man? Dick Gregory? I had, guess I haven't been Google doing it. You, know, you don't know who Dick Gregory Dick is? Gregory yeah, explain who Dick Gregory is to people because it's hard to explain. Dick Greg, he from back in the days. Like, he started standing. He's 80. Yeah, he's, he's 80. Literally he, 80. He's literally 80. He's going to outlive us all. Yeah. Too, and, um, he started back in the 50s, 60s. Uh, very political, social type of mm. comedian, and then, kind of the first gr- any any pol- the first black political comedian. Before him, there was a, this guy a Godfrey way. Cambridge. Was a black a bl- political comedian? Mm-hmm. The, no, Godfrey was just like a sort of observational guy, and then he no was shit. he was directly uh, he was directly political. He in fact he spoke at Medgar Evers' funeral. He was. He said Didn't that he, he get he lose prominence in Hollywood because of some political shit, some sort of left wing shit that he got on. He's super. Le- I mean, I don't know how popular he ever was. was. He blacklisted. Yeah, he, like he was in the pretty 50s big or something. I think he was pretty big, and I think I read something about him sort of losing prominence because of a stance that he took on. I, I'm not exactly sure what it was, but I, I think I remember him. Uh, all right. Well, okay. So, so you saw him at the buffet. So I just bum rush him. He's it's not a buffet. He's a 80. Vegan. Why you bum rush that man? He's by himself. He's with a hostess from the. Uh, festival we were all assigned like a per right. a handler so I didn't even pretend to not I just went over and was like hey Mr. Greg I'm a big fan because I I legitimately am a big fan of his and uh, and so we ended up ta- and then Michael Moore came he was supposed to have lunch with him and I just never left so me Michael Moore and Dick Gregory had lunch was Michael Moore at this vegan place yeah um, he met us he met Dick at the vegan place after he hit McDonald's he yeah. went there uh, he's losing weight Michael is you could, oh, by, also, by the way, when you know Michael, you call him Mike. Oh, jeez. So I call okay. him Mike now. That's Just cool. FYI. Uh, and uh, Michael Moore on Friday night was telling... Mike, please. Mike, yes. Yeah, <laughs> was telling stories. Um, we Somehow we started talking about the OJ trial. Uh-huh. And Mike was a fucking OJ me, me. fanatic. Stop dropping my name. And, uh, and so he... Basically, so then six months after OJ gets acquitted, what do you mean by he was an OJ fanatic? Watched every single uh, hour OJ of trial. The trial. Yeah. What about what? you, Jasper? Were you watching that trial? Uh, not really, man. I remember the NBA finals was going on. <laughs> well, the what? NBA finals was going on during the chase. Wait, the so chase. Was, was he a, a fanatic of OJ or just of the trial? Of the trial. He's just a fan of trials. Yeah, he but, was. He didn't. No, he was a fan of the OJ trial. He wasn't did, a fan of trials. Did, Wait, was did, he a fan of OJ? I mean, not especially. Okay, he wasn't like an OJ fan. No. Like, but how how did you feel when OJ was acquitted, Jasper? Uh, <clears throat> Do you remember that feeling? It was weird. I can't. I can't. I just remember. I was in school when they announced the verdict. I was too, actually. And I remember all the black students were jumping up and down <laughs> in the hallways, like, "That's right! That's uh, right! That's yes, right!" Yes. Uh, it was really quite a quite an experience. That's hilarious. I went to a white high school, so it wasn't like that. So they were like weeping and putting <laughs> sackcloth the on. Opposite they were like, motherfuckers trash <laughs> <laughs> Did you feel they joy? making four by fours in wood class. Did huh? you feel joy? Did I feel joy? I can't. I can't remember because I wasn't really attached to it. I didn't, I didn't really care. <laughs> I wasn't. I want OJ fan. I'm like, who is this dude? Dude from Naked Gun, he but, doing stuff. I mean, what? I was like, <laughs> Naked Gun. That's funny that OJ's known for Naked Gun. I, I ain't knew he yeah. played football. To like, yeah, 
if you're not of a <laughs> but certain you didn't, age, you, you didn't feel any like any feeling of like a black guy got acquitted finally, and he, you know, fuck, you know, I mean, that was the the feeling in the streets a little bit was like, you know, this finally, a little bit, yeah, I mean, finally, I mean, completely, yeah. I honestly, I, I didn't care. I, I guess I didn't, I didn't care. So what did Michael Moore say about OJ? He, all right, so Michael did a a pilot for Fox six months after OJ got acquitted, and it was a late night pilot. <laughs> And he did like sort of TV Nation types of this before TV Nation was probably ninety six, mm-hmm. and uh, and he said John Stewart was one of the guests and uh, live studio audience. His last segment, he goes, "I'd like to bring out my final guest. He's an actor. He's an award winning athlete. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome O.J. Simpson." Didn't tell the audience. <laughs> Is that true? He came yeah. out. He comes fucking OJ comes walking out after the trial. Yes, six months after the trial, and Michael said that the audience, imme- a third of the audience, immediately stood up and started screaming at him. Just stood on their Just feet. Just was like, "Fuck you!" Oh my <laughs> Just god! Just immediately yes. yelling oh, at OJ, and then Mike proceeded to the uh, ask him. Gotcha. Non, gotcha journalism. No, no, non-murder questions. Just about his football Literally career. Like, so, what did you, what did you think? Well, how do you think it feel? How do you think it's affected football that they moved the kickoff line back five Shut yards? Up. Was this like a high-level performance art? The black experience. And then, so he he asked them like, and then finally the re because I was like, how did you get OJ to do? He didn't do any interviews, and he goes, I had a really good. Mike had written an, uh, an essay basically Michael saying Moore? Mike. Uh-huh. Uh, what, I, Michael Moore? Is that the guy? I'm I call him Mike. Look, you he's under a the friend bus. and his name is Mike. No matter what it is, I'm throwing no, you I under understand. the bus. That's all. Um, he's Neil's best friend. He he's a really Mike. good friend of mine. <laughs> uh, and he, Mike kind of believed that uh, there were other people. Of, he's like, basically, so he said to OJ. Like, this is a second stabber? He believes that OJ was there, but he didn't do it. OJ was stalk like that's the thing. It's like, but there was shit that Mike no. said. He goes, "Did you know that Ron Goldman's dad was uh, what worked in the porn industry?" What does that have to do with anything? Nothing. But I'm just there's just shit that people didn't know. Have, have you Ron- ever heard this story? No. Ron Goldman's dad worked in the porn industry. Uh, uh, Ron what? Goldman had been to jail twice. Was that, it, was he doing porn in the industry? No, he was making boxes. He wasn't slinging but dick. Oh, he you're was, making a joke. Yeah, he was a box. No, he made. He was a box. He literally made boxes for the porn industry. What? Uh-huh. Made packaging. I, I mean, uh, I, there was. You know that Mark Furman knew Nicole. There was just a lot of stuff that like I'd never heard before. Neil's an OJ denier. I mean, Mike sounds like Michael Moore is. I mean, what is he? I mean, who? What a what a what a non-issue to be all up in arms. I about. mean, he wasn't. It's not, he wasn't. He only brought it up because I was talking about doing a Fox thing, and then right. he was like, "I did a pilot once," and he started talking about it, and uh, it was fucking hilarious. That's incredible. Um, and then, oh, here's the other thing: we were talking about Fahrenheit 9/11, and I go, "How did you get the footage of Bush sitting there?" And uh, and he said, "I go, what did news people have it, and they didn't use it?" And he goes, "No, I just called the teacher of the classroom." And she had just been videotaping it, and no one had contacted her. And uh, and then we were talking about. Um, he also, I said, did you ever have a cut of the movie where you just left it in entirely? And he goes, yes, the whole time, the whole eleven oh, that minutes, been cool. with just like of just you had to watch George Bush sit there. That would have been incredible. <laughs> Which fucking made me laugh really hard because it would have been unbearable. But it would have it, they would have highlight. I remember when they did those dissolves within that movie, people gasped that he was still sitting there because they they couldn't believe like that the fucking president of the United States just I be thinking <laughs> was just straight up sitting there not doing anything. Uh, Ian Edwards was there, been a guest in the Champs. He was backstage also. He said to Mike that Mike makes the kind of movies that black dudes would make. That's like like black dudes see Michael Moore and they're like, thank you for fucking saying that. Do you watch Michael Moore? I'm gonna cream your yeah. pseudo liberal lily white them. ass. And, and what, what do you think? They good. Yeah, they good. Uh, and uh, and and Mike said, what's interesting is whenever people, uh, it whenever Mike's in public, and he's being threatened by like a stranger, like people have thrown coffee. He had he sure. had two Navy SEALs. Worked with him for like three years. And people threw coffee, a hot coffee guy just came out of Starbucks, saw him, immediately just took off the cup, took off the cap, and went to toss. And the and the Secret Service guy took it. 
and another guy took guy, the coffee. Like took the coffee mm, to the mm, face. Mm, 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 mm. Uh-huh. Took it to the fucking took second degree burns to the face. Oh, Yo, shit. would you take yeah. coffee from me, bro? Yeah, exactly. And Honestly, then, though, that was a real question by Doug. Would I take coffee? No. I what would, about uh, for me? Uh, no, I'd be like, guys, don't. Right, you <laughs> would. Like, though? I'd be like, Moshe, I think this guy's gonna throw coffee on you. Wait, but for real, would you would you fight someone for me? Uh, I know we thought they, of, if there was. I know oh, we've thought know, a lot about you beating me. All right, let, you, did you see the guy on the plane who said, uh, "Shut that nigger baby up"? Yes, I did hear about would that. You, what do you think you would have done in that situation? I don't know. If he had said that, if he was sitting next, if he was sitting well, across the, the aisle from you, what would? You, what, what about you, Jess? What do you think you would have done? You heard about this? <laughs> yeah, I did. Old eighty. He's like eighty as well. Oh, was he really? And I would have assumed that's a crazy person. That would have been my first assumption. Right. Because it's a baby. You remember that story, Jasper? About that baby in Oakland? What? Where you and Brent pulled up on that baby. Oh, yeah. I do remember that. We was just rolling around, came to a stoplight, and the car next to us had their windows down, and the mother in the driver's seat says... (laughs) Why you made me tell this story, man? Because, man, that's what a podcast is. We're telling stories. And she turns around to her son in the back seat, in the car seat. Nigga, shut up. <laughs> to her baby. How old's the baby? <laughs> Three, two, I don't know. <laughs> like, when was the first time someone in your family called you the N-word? Never. How old were you? Never. Oh, never really? Never, no. So Can I sink, circle back to Michael Moore real quick? Yeah. No, well, let's finish the the shut that name. Would you? I like to believe I would have just straight up an eighty year old man. the guy in the face. I yeah, wouldn't I, have done anything because it's a plane, and when there's some kind of thing on a plane, you don't want to you don't want to throw fire on the flame. You don't want to throw gas on the flames. You want to just you just want to calm people down and talk them off the edge. Yeah. I know what he's saying is like shitty. I'm trying to think. It's what a plane, and you can like sh- like that's like shit gets real. Up and also not really. What do you what do you mean? Shit gets real you up get there. You get in a fight or something on a plane? With You're a, gonna be in jail. I would have assumed over somebody I would, being yelling at a baby. I would have right, I would have assumed horrible. Line. I'd I, like to believe. I'd like to like. I'd be proud of myself. I would have assumed that the person was an insane person, which right. I still sort of assume. I mean, to be an 80 year old man screaming racial epithets at a two year old baby, you're probably a lunatic. Right. And so I bet I would have like said something. And probably gotten somebody to move the dude away from the baby instead of punching an eighty-year-old in the yeah, face. Yeah, you don't want to punch anyone on a Look, plane. Look, I wouldn't have done anything. anywhere besides Let's a face plane. It, I wouldn't have done punch, anything. But. Uh, but I like to believe like how I would have, even though there's nothing to back that up. Um, what okay. if he had said uh, somebody shut that Jew baby up? You think you would have punched him? That in the I face? would have been like, yeah, <laughs> shut him up, shut him up for real. Do it, Mike. Jasper, right, so what do you Michael think you would have done? Uh, I wouldn't have done anything. You wouldn't have even said anything? <clears throat> nah, because, I mean, man, I'm from the South, dude. I, I mean, I've heard the N-word. See, I haven't heard it from my family. <laughs> I wasn't coming heard it from everybody else. I heard it from everybody else. <laughs> so, I, I mean, I just, I'm not one of those black people overreact to racism. Well, when's the first time you, you remember the first time you were called the N-word by a white person? Oh, man. I don't want to. Not counting the time I met you. I can't. I can't. But it's happened Time and time again Many times Yeah well, I mean, Especially when I went to All white high school Man There was like race fights So you heard Get them niggas They wouldn't say niggas though Yeah I mean yeah You know <laughs> They wouldn't round off the A Would they Niggas out of control There you go Now that's yeah. f- Them fighting words Yeah uh, Alright Mike So anyway Michael Moore So Ian said that Ian mm-hmm. goes um, You know You make the kind of movies Black people would make He said like If black people If we could And it's like what black people can't make movies, uh-huh. but and Mike said uh, he goes. You know what's interesting? Anytime I get assaulted, or it looks like someone's going to assault me, a black or Latino person will always come and stand with me. Wow. Yeah, that's really interesting. So he's like, that's the like. So it there was something sweet about it. Like there's something really sweet about it. Like the fact that 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 black and Latino will stand. Like he is speaking for the. And then I posted a picture of him. Of us together, and people were like, "Fucking, you like that?" Like, and it's like he's a polarizing dude, and I kind of don't see the problem with him. Uh, so Dick Gregory, yes, um, had stories about Malcolm X. Let's let's hear a good Malcolm uh, X story. He said that he used to refer to Malcolm X as a jailbird motherfucker. He would call him that. Yes. 
to his face? Yes. That's a pretty impressive thing to have done. Well, because he's older than him, I think, and he was famous. Be- like, again, if you're not in the nation, it's like, motherfucker, if you just know the dude, he said that him and Adam Powell, Adam Clayton Powell, used to call Malcolm a uh, jailbird motherfucker and would be like, uh, I don't trust anybody who doesn't uh, fuck white pussy or crave ribs. So he... They would make fun of Malcolm X. Adam Clayton, the bass player from U2? No, Adam Clayton. (laughs) This guy, Adam Clayton, pal. The ad Um, was like, I don't trust anyone unless they fuck white pussy. Um, And uh, so that was a good story. He also said to Malcolm X, motherfucker, the only time I've been to jail is when I used to visit stupid motherfuckers like you. Referring to Malcolm X. And he said, and, and the other thing is, all you motherfuckers are in jail for pussy. Not directly for pussy, but you had to rob a store to get money to get a suit for pussy. Then at a certain point, they were talking about killing people, not ki- about about people be- getting assassinated. Mm-hmm. And I said, then why are you and Michael still alive? Right. And uh, Michael was like, that's interesting. And Dick was like... <laughs> and Dick was like, leave it to the white motherfucker to ask for me to justify why I'm still here. Well, Which fucking made me laugh my I'll head I'll tell off. you why Michael Moore and Dick Gregory are still alive, I think, is because I don't think that they... And you're going to disagree with me strongly on this, but I don't think anybody particularly... I don't think they're as I, da- as dangerous to the dominant paradigm as right. as Malcolm X and Martin Luther King. And I think Gandhi it's because McDonald's people. isn't that bad for you. <laughs> uh, also, uh, Mike was... A guy was plotting to... To uh, kill him, I wouldn't be surprised if somebody tried to, but I just mean like and was caught. He's more the guy that you're like, oh that asshole. Like if you don't like him, yeah. you're not gonna be like, I gotta murder that guy. No, somebody one will. guy was. One guy was. He was on a list. I can see one guy. What's uh, the closest you ever came to dying? I have flipped around on a freeway, uh, like 180 degrees, like from the fast lane to the slow lane, just whoosh, 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 and slammed into the median, facing traffic on the other end. It's such a crazy. Have you ever done anything like that? I got into a hit and run. Once. It's a crazy ran, feeling. Correct. Yeah, yeah. You, you luckily ran. I got out of there. <laughs> right on, Doug Knuckles. <laughs> yeah, Doug. No, I got hit. It's I a crazy feeling for mentioning that on the podcast, but I'm feeling you on that hit and run. That well, family died, like, though. That family died. Yeah, yeah. They, they, don't, they ain't listening to this. They <laughs> better, better you than them. Better what? You yeah, got go a whole ahead. family too. It was a crazy yeah. feeling when you're sl- when you're going. You know, there's like a five seconds as you spin around that you go. You have this moment of placidity. Yeah, you you're like go, this isn't terrible. You're like this might this might be. I, I had this feeling, this is going to end. At some point, I will not be spinning anymore. Holy shit! Fuck. And and when I stop spinning, it might be the end of my life. Like that might be it. And I don't know what what's going to happen, but it might be it. And my then, shoes fell off. And then um, and then I slammed into the side, and I was fine. And I just remember feeling like I'm alive. This and is I, during the day. During the day, on my way to work, a long time ago, and um, I just felt like. Wow. And that night I remember I was taking a bath and I was like, I don't know if there is a God, but um, thank you <laughs> regardless. But you, and and, and but you, do you feel confident that if that happened to you, you wouldn't say that, have that thought? A, a, a God thought? Just like if there is something up there that, that, that made that possible. Thanks. I, see, I don't know. I'm so fucking inculcated in the Catholic Church that I can't even. You, it's so hard to undo that shit. Inculcated? Right. Yeah, like in 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 uh, indoctrinated. Yeah, indoctrinated. Like like. Oh, so, so you do you do go tap that a little bit once in a while? No, I no, but my tap, brain tap that, my brain will be doing that. I'll be like, well, God, and I'm like, you don't believe in a God? Like the fuck are you talking about? But my brain will just naturally go to. Are you a, are you an atheist, Jasper? No, I'm not an atheist. Are you a believer? Uh, believer in God? Yeah. <clears throat> I don't know. I actually don't know. I'm still gathering information as we speak. <laughs> <laughs> but you grew up in a Christian household, so you right. have a lot of information at this point. Yeah, I used to have a real strong belief in nope. the Christian version of God. And what happened? You know, you start reading stuff, and you start... Where's the beef? People start saying other things. Start watching con- some Michael Moore contrary. Videos to the Christian beliefs so I, I pay attention to them a little bit then some people over here start talking about some stuff that's contrary to what this dude talking about so you just always on the constant search for the truth I feel and what do you feel what's the truth for Jasper Red what feels real what feels that makes sense like what do you got what would your core beliefs be uh being a good person and uh treating others like you want to be treated 
retweet that. <laughs> Please retweet it. What are your core beliefs, Neil? Um, I, uh, I, what, uh, oh, like, what do I think? I just try not to try not to make work for other people. Interesting. That's an interesting one. Just like I realized a long Be time ago, like. Well, just like fucking like leaving orange peels out. Just mm-hmm. like fuck it. Right. Uh, somebody else would so be considerate. Kind yeah, of thing. slightly considerate. But do you, I mean, it's that's kind of a do unto others situation. That's sort of a yeah. That's again the thing where it's like, is that Christian? If it's just basic. Well, that's decency. Well, that's what I'm saying. Is like, and this comes back to you talking about this girlfriend that you have. Is like at a certain point. This is what I started to realize about myself when I was approaching. I t- you know I turned like 33 or 32, and I had never been in a relationship, and I just started to think, if I don't do something, if I don't find somebody soon. It will never happen because I'm I'm carving myself into such a deep groove of self-sufficiency and self-centeredness that if I don't snap, it's it's like going to become a permanent state of being any day now. Does right. that make sense? Does that resonate with you? Yeah. Well, you you on the show you would talk about being scared and not and wanting to be more like me, which is more freely just like fuck it. I don't want it. Anymore. I don't want it. But you clearly do. Want I it. do want it. Uh, because I realized, I realized probably six months ago that I I realized like six months ago that like, that's all like, (laughs) (laughs) Mel, Mel Gibson, everybody. Um, uh, I I realized that like love is sort of the only thing that's interesting. Right. Like beyond more than money, more than it's like, well, let me, cause I was in love with this girl and I was like, that shit was awesome. Here's what it is. Love is interesting. Pussy is fascinating. (laughs) Right. You know what I mean by that is like love challenges you to grow as a person and it takes you to new vistas of your own humanity. And pussy makes you go the other way. And pussy trifling. And sex just makes you go. Sex is like um is like like a drug. It's like it's like you want it now and it's always kind of exciting in the moment. And then afterwards, it's sort of like, well, that didn't get me anywhere. Dick Gregory did a joke much like drugs. It's it's fleeting and it takes you out of yourself. But a little it's bit. always exciting right before. Uh, Dick Gregory made a joke about Michael Jackson in his act. He did stand up and it was fucking cool and good. Sure. He knew Michael uh-huh. and uh, uh, and he said, he's like, Michael, you've been famous since you was five. Uh, and he's like, the, your problem is you never had to beg for pussy. <laughs> and he was like, you, you, he's like, he goes, I'm 80. I've been married 55 years. I'm still begging for pussy. Like that's hilarious. That's like the natural state of male being. Except that it's such a flawed joke. It's such an unbelievably flawed joke because he has had to beg for sex. I don't think Michael, he's doing that well. I mean, if he did the things that he may have done, he was definitely begging those boys. Well, like, no, that's on. what he said. Michael Jackson asked him, do you think I'm a pedophile? And he's like, no, I think you're gay. Uh-huh. I don't think I don't you're think pedophile. Michael Jackson really knew him that well. Because uh, he would have called him Mike. No, Mike. Mike. <laughs> <come up. laughs> uh, it was Dick Gregory. But uh, no, all Michaels go by Mike when you get close to them. Yeah, no, I know. Look, they all, I, get, they, they all go that, that joke was there to be had. Yeah, and it, it was had. And it, you guys had it. We had a good time. Out of the park. Thank you. Yeah. Um, so, so uh, yeah, so I love is all that matters. And I'm trying to pursue love the way I used to pursue uh, showbiz. Is that right? Yeah. So you're trying to be like a fucking a maniac, a megalomaniacal maniac when it comes to <laughs> reaching new vistas of emotional yeah. intimacy. Yeah. That's why I have a dog. You should tell that woman. I girl, did. Girl, I'm trying to straight up obsess I'm on this. Like it will I'm trying make to win me whole. with you. What does this woman do? She is a Native American. Ew. <laughs> yeah, man. And listen to this. Yeah. Lives off of a casino. No way. You know how you always hear about sure. people like I mean, she lives off a casino. She gets a stipend Whoa. every month. The you don't know casino about it? is uh, the one that Anna Nicole Smith died in 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 Fort Lauderdale. Oh, I've performed at that casino. Yeah, the, the improv is there. Uh, yeah. yeah, the Hard Rock. Whoa. Have you performed there? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's a yeah, that's a club. Yeah. Uh, and, so she uh, just gets free money just because she's a yep. Native American. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. And she doesn't man. have to do anything else. She just has to have been of the I most, mean, no, she most a- atrocity laden. Yeah, she doesn't have to do of all anything time. else. What do you? What do you mean? Shoot. Like for well, money? she's shopping at Whole what do you Foods. Feel, she Jasper? must have some good money from coming in. From it's America, fine. So. I don't think. Well, the other thing is, if you're Native American, uh, all of your your schools paid for as well. That's Jasper. You're, oh, 
Dang, that's a good deal. Isn't Except, that a good deal? Uh, here is what the Dang, bad deal is. Deal. Uh, Native Americans have the highest rate of illiteracy, suicide, and poverty of any ethnic and group And probably alcoholism. <laughs> yes. But that's yes. because it's a small group. So, of course, it's going to be half. It's a small group. Why? It's just a small of them. Like, Jews are a small group? No. no not compared not. to Im- yes, they are. Americans. <laughs> yes, they are. I don't believe that. There are there are approximately 10 million Jews in the world. Whoa. Is there only 10 million? Uh, ten, yeah, 10 or 12 million, yeah. There's really not that many. You have the power to aggravate of over 30 million? <laughs> we have the aggravation, the aggravation strength of 30 <laughs> to 40 million. Yeah, man, um, watch your mouth. Wait, who about the Jews? No, about the Native Americans. Well, I'm saying statistic truths. Numbers lie. <laughs> you can't People just say. Smart. You can't just they, say. They know how to count. They I know how to read. I didn't say they're not Watch smart. Yourself. I said that they're un, they're un, they have some of the. They're most, just uneducated. Why, why would you no. bring that statistic up in the first place? Because the, everybody was well, talking about how stats? dope it is to be Native American. And then you bring that up. Yeah, it's very. They're. A, it's a very difficult. <laughs> He's saying that that. That no, they haven't recovered from from I'm from not, what America. I'm not saying I think Native Americans oh. suck. I'm saying I think that America has been sucky to Native Americans. Yeah. Shut up. You think that's a controversial position? Nah, man, that's very that's, that's very right on. It's <laughs> <laughs> very right on. He went the other way. With yeah, it. you switch positions very quickly. I mean, if you think about some of the sports teams that have like. Like the Braves with that. Oh like, yeah, the Redskins. Like, uh, like yeah. what yeah. other ethnicity is yeah. there? Like a caricature. Chris like, Rock used to do that joke in his head. Here's my here's my actual uh, my opinion on Native Americans. I think that if you were to and and I know this is sort of equivocating suffering, which is pointless, but I think that that's the worst thing that's ever happened in human history. I think what happened to the Native suffering. people of South and North America. It trumps the Holocaust. It trumps slavery. I think that it's the worst thing that's ever happened. I think that slavery is worse. Uh, okay. Talk um, about it. <laughs> because. Now we're getting some. What about you, Jasper? Which oh, one do you think? Man, I think all things are bad. I think all, anything that's happened to any group of people is mad, bad. Man. Right, but what's the worst? Well, here's why I think the Native American thing is the worst. is because there are places in South America where they won. The white people won. There are not Native Americans anymore. They killed them. All of them. You know what I'm saying? In South in like, America? In South America, yeah. Like where? Uh, like Argentina and like um and, and there's one other place that I'm not that I'm not thinking. Also the Philippines. They just wiped out all of the natives that were there. So it's like so you know, it's like I, I feel like that doesn't, explain all the that Filipinos doesn't sound right. There. Just FYI. Uh, that's fine. Uh, it is though. And um, <laughs> so and like it doesn't because I've seen. I see plenty of Filipinos around. They don't yeah, look like white not, people. Yeah, I didn't say there's no one in the Philippines, guys. There are Filipinos in the Philippines, but then those, who they wipe out? You said they wiped them out. No, 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 for real though. What do you? They like, were native. Tribes. What's the difference between the Philippines but, and but, like but, America? But, but also, you said Native Americans. Then you're talking about the Philippines because I, I agree the Philippines. It, he means what went down there. Is I'm just talking about indigenous people. Excuse yeah, me. Yeah. I mean, and maybe the Philippine thing. I was, I'm thinking of a different island. I don't know, but there are there are there is some island that where all of the natives were literally wiped out, and all that you have there are the new um, colonial colonized group. The great ones. Have you ever the heard about the, the 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 shit that went down that Columbus did? Like, yeah, man. That's horrible to even. That's what I'm about. saying. Is it's beyond? It's like it's like n- n- no no genocide has has been able to kind of like really decimate a culture in in quite the same way i feel like i mean i yeah what about I mean, the rape of nanking i mean there's a lot of chinese That's people and they're bad. still killing it right now uh yeah i think i think slavery's i gotta i gotta put slavery number what's one. the worst atrocity well, you've ever heard of jasper <laughs> man i mean i'm a row with slavery just cause home team respect <laughs> respect <laughs> respect yes I mean I ain't even supposed to be talking like this I'm supposed to be saying something else what that, do you think that, that sound to cool you know I'm just saying you yeah, should, Moshe it, it's not cool to say something was worse the than slavery, of slavery. I, mean, just not, I hear you you're right not, what's not the point? a nice thing to say or bring <laughs> well, up nice. or even I mean, like the um, effects of like, what's like the Moshe point? If, my, if my girlfriend ever comes you've got to say slavery is worse wait why she'll agree with me because it's not cool Oh man, it's just um, not cool, man. You gotta, I, you gotta you merge like, these 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 things like KFC and Taco Bell. How they merge? We gotta that merge might be the worst thing that's ever atrocities. happened. That might be worse than slavery, <laughs> the Holocaust, or the Native Americans. We become a thriving business. Uh, I don't. I think psychologically, slavery is worse because there's been no apology. Is that by right? white people? Is that true? There's been none. They, Clinton was gonna apologize, wanted Congress to vote to apologize, and they said no. Crazy. There's been 
I was talking to Rock about this in, when I was in New York, and he was saying, like, it's never been prosecuted. Every other fucking, the Holocaust, the, if they hear there's a Nazi, they will fucking go and prosecute. White slavery, don't trust black people. Slavery's never been prosecuted. Who would you prosecute? Uh, I mean, or or reparations. Like reparations. I mean, like, th- right. that's the thing. It's like Indians got casinos, black people got dick. Yeah, yeah. Well, and they also got, like, they're, you know, you're free, but yet everything's going to be shittier for a hundred more years. Right. Well, what, what do you believe? What do you think about reparations? I think it don't matter. No amount of money can solve what slavery did. Right. And what do you think slavery did to, the, to, to white people listening? Because I always try to tell white people what it's like it's like you say it's a psychological thing yeah it's a psychological thing um you 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 have a history that's cut off because of slavery you know like i said i talk i speak english i'm i'm westernized as a black person like my culture is is american culture do, do you think that time would eventually will eventually like wipe that trauma clean like another 100 200 years or do you think that it's just permanent that's yes. what i asked rock it's, it's permanent because then it becomes your job as a black person to learn about that history that you got cut off from. So that's when you have to take What did Rock say? He said that it'll never... He, I'm of the mind that like 150, you know, like uh, it right. eventually... Like like I, in, in, in my head, I have a joke where it's like, I only do it in my head, in the club in my head, where it's like, Jews only get 30 more years to talk about the Holocaust than you can't talk about it anymore. Well, that's exactly what I was thinking is like, I don't feel, I feel like, you know, there's thousands of years of anti-Semitism. Right. But I don't feel like it, but that's because I don't live in a society where I'm directly affected by it. Every right. black person in America is still being directly, can we, directly can we all get along? or indirectly affected by the effects of slavery. And I, But I don't feel like as traumatic as I feel like anti-Semitism and the Holocaust is, I don't feel like it does affect my day-to-day life. But then I'm not at being, all. I'm not being followed around by a German every time I go into a German yeah. restaurant. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, thankfully, there are no German restaurants. The, yeah. Uh, yeah. How do you? Yeah. So what do you? I guess it'll just never. It'll never. Yeah, because the thing is, is, being a black American is, when you think about your history, you automatically go to slavery. That's like, that's as yeah. far as people can right. go back in their minds. Like, that's where we begin. So, and yeah, I guess you don't know your lineage in terms of. Right, that's right. what I'm saying. It's yeah. like, you have a cruddy history, so there's no reason to feel proud cruddy, of that. Cruddy is the perfect word. <laughs> no, I mean, that's very, fa- that's really fascinating because when I think about it, like, as a Jew, like, I have a whole history. We, African Americans are a created people, a created culture created by slavery. It's yeah. a, it's an artificial culture that's been created yeah. by slavery. So it's there's a hard stop in the I would say that's the problem with California. Mm-hmm. Is if when you're in New York or DC or Boston, you can kind of feel Europe yeah, a little I know bit. What you mean. Yeah. Like you can like the educational uh, institutions like you can kind of be like, oh, there's a European feel to it. Right. California, there's no fucking context. It's just like, yeah, we just we just started coming out here, <laughs> and uh, yeah. But why does why 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 would African American culture be artificial? That I, doesn't, I don't there's mean, no I don't such mean thing in, as artificial. I don't mean it in, a, in a pejorative it, way. I just it mean was that it did completely rearranged. It right. was one thing in Africa, and then white people came and just fucked it up. But I think that's how the world is always going. Things that's are a, that's always fair. being like. Uh, to, I mean, invaders, there's always been war, but, yeah. you know. Yeah, but, uh, but there hasn't been much taking of people out of a land and putting them somewhere else, uh, and 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 splitting their families up. And then all of a sudden, you would have people from two different tribes who would have been at war with each other, who all of a sudden are now called the same. And they're like, oh, are we the same? Like, and so it just sort of. Well, that's great that those people got to be together. <laughs> <laughs> They're not looking at it correctly. Yeah, yeah, yeah they got to look at the bright side. Look at the bright side here, Jeez. Uh, Jesus. Yeah, no, I don't think it'll ever. It'll ever. Be, there's not. It's also psychologically. It's not. I always try to explain to white people that don't know any black people, which is most white people. Yeah. Have you ever had white people go? How are you friends with so many black people? Uh, what I've had is I. I will have this conversation <laughs> with. This. I get no, dude. I get asked that constantly. Put me Jesus. on the court. I'll have this I'm conversation trouble. with the person who's talking about the people on welfare or black people, and then you get to this point where you go, oh, you don't know any poor people. No. Oh, I see. You've never met. This is all an abstraction. Yeah. Of, from, these are all p- talking points from talk radio, but you don't know any of the people yeah. that you're talking about. Somebody brought up welfare queens yesterday, Just, and I was like, <laughs> I've never seen that borne out. Yeah. 
uh, and I was like, and and they're like, yeah, but there's people. They, and he goes, well, don't you think there's women that are trying to get pregnant by NBA players? And I was like, yeah. And uh, and he's like, so you believe that exists, and but you don't believe welfare queens exist? I was like, well, that's way fucking easier to get banged by an NBA player. Also, of course, welfare queens, everything exists. Yeah, exactly. You know I mean? But I don't think that I think that they're the exception. I don't exactly. Think they're the but you, they're not these demons that are bankrupting the yeah. American economy. When you go back to Tennessee, do you still feel the effects of like old Southern racism? Yeah, because uh, the South is very much segregated. I mean, California is segregated too. Everywhere segregated. Yeah, yeah. but the I mean, South has New, a sp- the, everywhere segregated. New York's the least segregated, right? And Chicago still, is like the most segregated. Martin yeah. Luther King said that, right? They they rioted when Martin Luther King came to Chicago. Yeah, that's, he, that's the only place he you that you ever see footage of him walking through Chicago. Yeah, he looks fucking scared, scared, mm-hmm. and rightly so. Yeah, I mean, but the South is particularly segregated because they had a history of actual segregation, like, you know, officially mandated or whatever. Yeah. Until 60, yeah, 65. Yeah. I don't like it different than a big city. I mean, I'm from Knoxville, Tennessee. You know, it's segregated. You know, there's, there's, the, there's the black side of town, then there's the... But it's so hot and humid, no one has any time to... To really hate to be, yeah. Yeah. Um, So here's my real question Are Dick Gregory and Michael Moore Going to fuck with the champs? Uh, Dick Gregory is one of those guys who, If I had asked If you guys had been there We could have done an done episode it, right. And I was going to record it and did it, But it was like I just felt like yeah. It would have been an invasion yeah. it, But he's like Somebody asked him to do an interview About Roseanne Where does he live? He lives in Plymouth, Mass Really? Yeah That's a strange place Dude, to live What about Michael Moore? Michael Moore's not. I think Mike would come on the show. Mike or Mike? <laughs> Mike, yeah, my well, friend Mike. Well, when I was younger, I used to like his movies, but then I don't know. The more I just feel like he's kind of like the Fox News of liberalism or something, don't you think? I don't here's you get what that I feeling th- from I him think, where he's kind of like. It, here's what his movies have been about: gun control, uh, health care, um, the 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 GM, and uh, and and capitalism. Iraq. Mm-hmm. He and capitalism. He's four out of five, <laughs> meaning like they're all. They were all. They all ended up kind of being true. Mm-hmm. Like he was the first. The thing I like about Michael Moore is that he was the first uh, three. Days, I just don't think he's that honest about everything. I look. I don't, I think that he's a subjective filmmaker. And I, I yeah. And I mean like I agree with like his his views. You, you know? politically yeah. But it's like, you know, if he's gonna. To have these methods that are like shady, then I don't think his methods are shady, but I well, think the, that he's a subjective filmmaker. I see what what Doug's I, just he I, like puts people on blast, you know, like yeah, why you got to uh, put people on blast? People well, that shit. was he. No, that's you're thinking of Sasha Baron Cohen. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't put people. No, he, but he, he like, lets them know who he is. No, but you want as the he guy sets it as, up where he like makes the people look like idiots. Who? What is? Who has he done that to? Um, the people he's uh, attacking. He, well, he went okay. He went to Rogers. Uh, he went to that building and he keeps trying to. He always like trying to like. He was trying to get an interview with the guy. He never gave it. And the guy that he quote unquote put on blast, uh, Michael said, was the head of GM security and makes a quarter of a million dollars a year. Um, and I, he blurred his. He could have blurred his face if the guy was. Well, there. regardless, I mean, if he just shows up like that and it, it's like, how much? Obviously, 60, are he, you mad at sixty minutes for doing that? No, I mean, but, are you but mad I'm at not the, talking about no, but 60 no, no, minutes. but I'm saying you're talking about the method. I'm saying uh, sixty minutes uses that method. The local news uses that method. But, Tons but, of people use that. But method. the local news in I don't sixty like minutes. Either. The local news in sixty. But minutes. But you don't discount all of Neil, local news as a result. Local news in sixty minutes don't do it to the degree that Fox News and maybe on the other hand, Air America and uh, KPFA and uh, KPFK here in LA and Michael Moore. I mean, it's 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 a bit of yellow journalism. It just happens that I agree with. Uh, also, Michael Moore, like he he admits that he he's like. I, I'm, I make movies, you know. He's like, I make movies. You, They're just movies. You do a good mic impression. You actually do do a good mic. Yeah. He's a friend, so I can say that you can do you do a good impression. Thanks. Uh, yeah, I mean, he does plead in the same way John Stewart says, I'm just telling jokes. Sensationalist. Exactly. Yeah. It is. It is, but it's uh, sensational. It's like, are you making movies or is this something I can believe in, you know, like... Look, I don't think he said anything that you can't believe in. He was at the Oscars. He was. It was three days into the Iraq War, and he called it a fictitious war. That's pretty dope. Like so, that's that Kanye well, argument. Again, it's like, like I, I, I like a lot of his views and everything. You know, I'm pretty on board with. I just feel like he should roll it back a little bit or something. 
Again, yeah, everyone's people, got notes for him. What should he's making? I got mo- a note for he's him. making movies the way he wants to make movies. And then, then someone else hit me on Twitter like, "Well, I don't like you know he well, makes people on the left not like him. Who and people on the right don't like him. It's like who do they like? Who's who strikes the right journalistic? Look, tone? I know you're friends with Mike, but I'm just trying to no, I know, but, but who like, strikes? The, give me an example of someone who's I tone guess you like, like you know Matt Taibbi is a guy who's a bit sensationalist, but is pretty much. No, he's a bit of a he's a bit of a firebrand too. The truth is, yeah. I mean, I love Taibbi as well, but, but I've he, heard other journalists he, he, yeah. say like he it's a little fucking it's a little much. It's a little much, right? But I, I mean, think yeah, he's excellent. Bo- everything that's reasonable is boring. Yeah, that's the thing. It's like a mild opinion gets makes no noise. And gotcha. Like, oh, that's interesting. And love is never going to. Th- love is thing. all I've ever given a fuck about, guys. You know that. I, I care about love. Michael Moore, Mike, and being getting close enough to him to be called Mike and being protected by the black and Latino community if I'm ever almost assaulted. Yeah, that's a sweet deal. It is. <laughs> I mean, to it's worth it. it. It's are. worth it. All those films, just to have that type of support in the streets. Oh, yeah. Do you know how many white oh, people no, I grew up with that, that just bitch. that's all we ever wanted? Was just for is, black and Latinos to come up to us and protect us <laughs> if some all, shit is happening. You ain't gonna be messing with Mike. You get it, girlfriend. Go ahead, sit down, son. Go ahead um, and eat your McNuggets. You ain't gonna be messing with Mike. <laughs> Don't mess with Mike, y'all. How close are you with Mike, man? I'll email him. Yeah, email Mike. Find out about the stories. Fuck with the champs. Mike at michaelmore.com. People always have Call email. me Mike at michaelmore.com. People, people's <laughs> emails are always... You could take anyone famous... Type it in the Gmail. Type it in at Gmail, and there's a good chance... You can never email. find my email. My email is complicated. <laughs> Moshe at moshacasher.com. Impossible. Moist Just, Moshe. But I want you to beep out the... <laughs> uh, have we done it? I think we've done it. I think, I think we, we did went it. and did it. Jasper, thanks hey, for coming thanks in. Thanks for having Jasper, me. Jasper, do you find us over, do you find a, do you find that most people talk way more than you? Yeah. That's because I'm a good listener. And you know, I let people I let people do their thing, man. If I was a ball player, I have like a ton of assists <laughs> and lack of points. <laughs> <laughs> Jasper Red, everybody. Best listener in podcast comedy. One of the best listeners we've ever had on here. Thank Yo. you. Thank you for coming in, Jasper. Thank you, everybody, for listening. The champs will be back at you next week. We love you. Now you're fucking with the champs. Ch- ch- champs.